Hey folks, welcome. Let's talk about generative AI. And I want to be very specific is to help you is how in a corporate environment should you adopt and address and basically face the face the music, if you will, and how you're going to bring that into your organization in a control manner to manage risk along the way. So it will be a three series uh, video. I will have for you today, we're going to talk about policy and governance. Then I'm going to touch a, a little bit on the second video about TPRM software uh, that has uh, GAI uh, included as a feature or as a, a solution on, on its own. And then lastly, I want to talk about uh, security testing, the GAI. So today is about um, policy and governance. So first thing, well, before you bring it in anything or, or start fully full steam ahead in developing anything, let's set the rules on your organization. And that by that, I mean, let's what the policy uh, of the organization is regarding general AI or AI in general for that matter. So we're talking about the areas that you need to address on your policy. Uh, consider addressing the adoption challenges that, that you will face. The, so the, it, there's no doubt that uh, Jennifer AI is a great tool to uh, your organization, take you to the next level, be competitive uh, on the market, but also comes with some risks uh, as you come along and bring that in your organization. So you need to recognize both sides of the coin. Uh, the other area you need to address on your policy, what are the risks? Be, be frank, be, be clear, the risks of adopting this technology in your organization. Uh, the third governance, how you will govern this technology in your organization. And we'll, I'll go a little bit more in each of these topics that you should touch on your policy. And lastly, make sure you address the roles and responsibilities. Everybody that has to do uh, anything with um, generative AI, and you will see that it is not um, only the technical folks that will be involved in this need to be addressed and need to be documented at a policy level for your organization. Make sure at minimum you have those in there. So let's talk about the, the scope of your policy. Uh, areas that you need to touch and have in there for you. Um, so it, it is a strong uh, policy that actually provides your organization value and guidance to your stakeholders. Um, Let's address the big question. Can you use GAI in your organization? So from my user perspective, I'm sitting here saying, well, can I go to ChatGPT and, and use it and copy and paste my work and then copy and paste back and hey, I'm ready. I deliver my report, boss. Um, you need to address that right off the bat. Ask, uh, you know, answer the question, can you use it? And that's what we establish in this policy. And, and it's up to each organization, if you can, and what the rules are, what can and cannot be done. If you say, no, you cannot use it, uh, external um, uh, GAI tools, well, be clear. Uh, and if you can, is there any limitations to it? What kind of information can you use and what kind of information you cannot use it? So you will decide as an organization, as a leadership team, or what needs to be done in that matter. But you need to answer that question. Um, and you need also to call out the difference between internal and external GAI. But let's say you are not allowed external 
or you allow with certain restriction limitations and conditions. But internally, yes, we can use that. Um, so make sure that is addressed. That's the first thing you right off the bat. Uh, also part of the scope, uh, which departments is responsible for documenting the need of GAI. You're not just going to adopt because, hey, is a new shiny toy. Now, there is need to have a business strategy around and who, who will make that decision. What department will see is strategically the benefits of AI. Most likely will be your IT department. But organizations vary from large organizations to small organizations and mid-size right there in the middle, what, it, what department does. But either way, you need to have document on your policy. Uh, other third-party um, uh, user and, and um, GAI um, being implemented in software, either as is a standalone software or a current software that you have. Now you have a feature that now you have an AI feature. So how you address those um, need to be on your policy. So third party um, either is a third party that has AI that you engaging or a third party that you have a current business, but now using AI to uh, deliver their services. And we will go a little bit deeper on that topic on a second video. So I'm not going to get in too much into here, but you need to have that on your policy. Uh, the other one, you start addressing the, your, your common risks, if you will. Uh, privacy. You need to speak a little bit uh, what is the impact to the organization. So the readers, the stakeholders in your organization, the users, the employees, the staff, uh, understand the privacy impacts if they don't do it right. right? Um, contractual obligations. What is the impact? And that goes a little bit to your third party as well. So do you have, uh, is a department in your organization decide just to go on their own and, and uh and contract with this uh, cloud services that provide AI to make their job easier? Do you have a process internally to acquire software, to acquire or, or, do, or review contracts and so forth? So make sure that is addressed, there is any contractual impact uh, to your business. Um, and responsible AI, right? Um, also is, is a term that is coming you, uh, mostly uh, talk about ethical AI. Um, but ethics is a term that they are uh, phasing out using responsible AI. And I'll, I'll, I'll touch uh, that one uh, later on. But responsible AI, make sure that uh, a team in your organization uh, that deals with ethics and compliance is part of that group dis, uh, discussing the policy as well, because there are some ethical concerns in there. Uh, uh, bias. Inherent bias. Yeah, depending on your training data, yes, you will have some. Um, even if you have a clean training data and you understand where the training data coming from, inherent bias is almost unavoidable because it is scenario based. So you need, it, it might be good to ask a question in this context, but in this context, uh, demonstrates a bias a little bit. So it's almost impossible to get away with, but you need to address on your policy uh, that is that is not acceptable or it is acceptable. I don't know. I'll, I'll play both ends here. It is your organization. Most likely, you know, uh, will be not acceptable. But uh, regulatory impact. Do, are you in a regulated industry? If you are, 
you need to be very clear if that data it is allowed or not allowed on internal versus external or both uh, generative AI modules. So the LLM, the, the large language module, as a training data. So it's something to discuss. Uh, regulations are slow to catch up, but sometimes there are uh, requirements that put enough restriction by implication and is implied there that you're not able to use it because requirement four, five, and six won't be met if I use it. So it is implied um, very rarely right now is going to be explicit since uh, GAI just exploded with ChatGPT November 2022. But you need to address regulatory data and regula regulations in general on your policy. Um, the output quality of your data or um, need to be addressed, right? The out, not only you need to worry about the data going in, the training data, but also the data coming out, that is a new data point, uh, need to be what the quality of that data is. And quality is just an, a different way to say hallucinations. You need to get that under control. Make sure that the data is validated. Make sure that data is classified again. Um, yes, you. let's say uh, I'm going to use only public data or I only was going to use confidential data or I'll use a little bit of both. But when generative AI generate new knowledge, new information, the output that has to be classified as well. So and validated if it's true or not. So there is need to be a little bit of human touch in there as well. Uh, lastly, um, um, uh, make sure that you have your team prepare to review this policy. As we just talked about here, there are a lot of areas that goes a little bit beyond your IT and your cybersecurity. Make sure your legal from a contractual perspective is involved. Make your ethics and compliance folks are involved because a hey, inherent bias or anything like that. Make sure your IT, make sure your cybersecurity involved. Make sure your data protection um, uh, team is involved because now we were talking about classifying data. Make sure certain key stakeholders are involved depending on your um, on your uh, uh, deployment of GAI, if impact them directly to make sure they're involved. So last thing I want to talk here is governance and uh, who's responsible, who's not needs to be addressed and who would be part of that team. I just mentioned a few of them that you should definitely strongly consider being part of that team uh, to make those decisions. There are several gray areas. There will be several challenges to the policy. The, you know, no matter how comprehensive, how thought out uh, that you did this policy, we'll have events, we'll have situations that will challenge the letter of the law, the letter of your, your policy, uh, that you haven't thought about it, right? That's normal. That's your day-to-day. -day. But be prepared. That team will be there to support the policy, uh, even though that policy might reside under the cybersecurity umbrella or under the IT umbrella, depends who's going to be responsible for updating and maintaining that policy. You're not doing that alone. That governance team will work with you in supporting, defending the, uh, uh, the requirements of that policy in your organization.